Broadcasting from the Guest and Gray Law Offices studios in downtown Forney, Texas, this is KFNY, True Texas Radio. The following program is a presentation of KFNY Sports. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. That's right, we are live. We're alive from the office of Coach Lance Gary. It is the first coach's show of the year. And Coach, it's week one. It's Mount Pleasant. And during the offseason, we talked to quite a few guys uh, on Monday night. During the offseason, you guys went above and beyond with uh, a lot of team building. Yes, we did. Let's uh, talk about how you guys went, you know, basically got these kids to understand that it's a, you know, this is a team game and it's more about togetherness than it is individual. Yeah, that's something that we really, uh, you know, after uh, a two, you know, after our season last year, we, we had to get together as a staff and kind of figure out, you know, what, what the missing piece was. Uh, you know, last year we had 11, 11, 12 sophomores that played a pretty significant role. So we knew that the talent level was going to be uh uh, a lot less of a problem you know I think we have a lot of talent in this football team right now and, and the, the the question for us was how do we get these guys together to play as a team and to where they can utilize their talents and showcase their talents but at the same time understand the team concept so you know we uh man we, we just preached it day in and day out you know we, we hit the weight room we we hit you know hit the uh, the track and, and and you know worked our uh, anything agility and stuff like that but we also we you know we did a lot to, uh, you know, to to say, man, you you got people rely on you other than yourself. You know, make sure that you, that you're taking care of your teammate, you're taking care of each other. You're you're not doing this for you. You're doing this for everybody else. And uh, you know, our kids bought into that. And then, you know, starting back uh, it, to start the season in August, we had a, a team building night where we uh, brought the kids up here and really hit them with one final dose of of uh, you know a presentation. Uh, myself and Stephen Carroll kind of headed that up uh sandra taylor uh and uh, and her husband did a really good job you know with some of the team building activities and i think our kids really enjoyed that and i think it really brought the the team together with that as well yeah we talked to uh we interviewed colby suits and uh as well as uh tay dickinson the other night and they were um they were very uh very team oriented Mm -hmm. as we talked and Mm -hmm. uh, which is good they're they're all about uh team and i asked them the question i said look here's the question if you could go to the playoffs but know you're going to lose in the first week of the playoffs or beat Forney by 50, what would it be? And every man to a T said, uh, take the playoffs. Yeah. He goes, and then uh, Braden Parker is a pretty funny guy. He goes, how about we go to the playoffs and beat Forney by 49? <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, that works. That, that, that would work out too. Um, so tell us about uh, this year's this year's motto is the twenty seven seventeen the iron sharpens iron. Uh, it's been a, it's been a rough last couple of years as you guys have, have built up, but I mean your team has been really young. I mean you're, you, the majority of your starters, you know, last year were sophomores. You know they come in as juniors, uh, bigger, stronger, uh, more aware of what an in game situation is you know like because they spent all that time you know, on the field as mm-hmm. starters last year. Mm-hmm. What do you look for from your offense? Because Colby, uh, I asked him, and I don't think I've ever asked a quarterback before, hey, would you rather hand off the ball and control the clock or, 
wing it around, and they've never, ever said hand off the ball and control the clock. They always say wing it around, and he said that uh, you guys have a pretty creative offense this year. Yeah, it is. We we have a lot of run pass options built into, into our run game, and, uh, you know, we feel like, well, right now I've coached, this is my 15th year, and I've never had – uh, the receiving threats that we have out there in the perimeter right now, uh, you know, so uh, we can run the ball. You know, we, I, I'm a run guy. I'm a defensive guy at heart. But, uh, you know, the game has changed some, and you got to be able to score points. And I think this offense gives us a blend of, of you know, we're going to take what the defense gives to us, and we're going to be able to adjust off of it based upon, you know, whether or not it's a run play or called. We, we can throw the ball off any run play that we have. So it's a, it's a, it's, it's a pretty creative deal. You know, we had uh, we had Tate Dickinson, uh, Navy commit, mm-hmm. uh, on with us the other night, and you know, I had to thank him because you know, not only is he signed up to play football for the midshipmen, he signed up to go to the Naval Academy, mm-hmm. and they're no joke. Uh, so I asked him what his forty was. He's like uh, four three seven, four three five, and I'm like, what? With that kind of speed, you have uh, that speed kills mm-hmm. in in football on all levels. Mm-hmm. And he he was uh, he he wouldn't give details, and I'm sure you won't either because we have a game tomorrow night. But uh, he said it's uh, creative, a lot of creative things that go into utilizing not only his speed but the speed mm-hmm. on the offense as a whole. There are other teams in this district mm-hmm. with that kind of speed. Mm-hmm. Like when we look at the teams that that come in, mm-hmm. man, Wiley East is their their offense is a beast. Mm-hmm. So from a defensive standpoint, like how. We, the good thing about being a defensive coach is mm-hmm. you can look out on your field and you can see, oh, look, Mount Pleasant's playing this mm-hmm. and they're doing this. So you can make that adjustment. Mm-hmm. How do you make that adjustment in-game when you're dealing with people with speed like the team your team has? Well, I mean, you obviously have to be able to adjust there. But, I mean, a lot of that, I mean, is going into the week and, and just preparation. I mean, the scouting report, you know, as coaches, you know, we're up here on Saturday and Sunday and we spend a lot of time, you know, trying to uh, – you know, put yourself in the in the defense. You know, the defensive coordinator's shoes for whoever we're playing, and uh, figure out you know how would I play this or how would I play that out of whatever base defense that they they are, whether or not they're a three four or four three or four two five, and then you know then you kind of look at what they do, and then a little bit you play the what if game a little bit to figure out okay you know how would I play against it, and then you just kind of put together a game plan like that, and then you know we come in with with a base number of plays and a base set of plays and. And, and we kind of have a little way, you know, to, uh, you know, to target certain people, you know, that we want to and maybe attack certain people on defense that we want to. But, you know, that's kind of where it starts. And then once you get out there, you know, I think you, you have to go through a game and you, you somewhat script uh, your, your first 10, 20 plays. Just, and in a lot of that's just kind of a feel to get a feel of what they're giving you to whatever formations you're lining up in. And then you got to rely on your coaching staff, you know, on the field and on the box, up in the press box, to be able to, to say, hey, coach, they're giving you a, you know, a roll down safety to your, to your twin side, and you know, and just put those ideas in your head, and then, then we have something to counteract, you know, anything that that is being thrown at us. We just have to be able to execute it. Now, going back to our uh, sharp, uh, Matt came to talk. Iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. Where did where did that philosophy come from? Man, you know, that came, uh, you know, from last year. Um, we we had a we had, we have a, a breakfast uh, every Friday morning, and uh, you know I had a, a father come in here and you know I'm and he came in and and uh, he shared a story with us and I'm not going to really get into all of that but but the story touched me very deeply and it touched uh, our team a lot too and uh, it took tremendous courage for this for this gentleman to get up there and uh, and speak you know to our team 
because of some of the things he had to go through and uh and we went outside and we were just talking about just philosophical stuff i mean just football but life and everything else and he said you know you know you know iron sharpens iron man you're only gonna be as good as is is who you know who you're with or or who you're who you're around and and they've got to be able to affect you that way and then i related that to what we talked about kind of with the team building thing where we had struggled to rub off on each other in a positive way you know what i'm saying right. and, and i don't mean that in a, in a and I, I don't mean you know bad things that we were doing but i mean selfishness and the, some of the things that you know hey people weren't about i, I got to get my touches or i got to do this or i got to get that and uh you know i just told those kids i said hey you're only going to be as sharp as the man next to you and if we want to be a good program if we want to be a good football team then we're going to have to be we're going to have to help sharpen each other daily and that's kind of where the iron sharpens iron came from and uh you know, I, I I like the the verse, the biblical verse, anyway. The, you know, scripture anyway, and I think it related a lot to where we were as a program at that time. You know, the kids. Uh, Colby says you guys run a hurry up, mm-hmm. and uh, your your entire offensive line came to eat at Soul Man's Barbecue, where we broadcast mm-hmm. live each and every Monday. And some big boys. They are. How do you keep those uh, the big big uglies, as we call them in football? Mm-hmm. How do you keep those guys in shape without them? also being underweight as an offensive lineman well we're working on that right now because we are hurry up and at times we we our tempo is really good and then other times it drags a little bit slower than we'd want and uh you know it's 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 how you practice you have to practice that way to be able to play that way and we try to do that um you know we're kind of in the infant stages of it right now because we haven't been hurry up uh, since i've been here and uh you know, I think it'll get better each week and and we're gonna you know that's our our motto right now is to attack coming off the bus you know, when we play Mount Pleasant and, and, and play fast as we can, uh, but really, if you don't practice that way, it's hard to it's hard to to play that way. So we're trying to practice that way, and uh, we still have some ways to go. But we've done some really good things, and you know, you don't have to condition kids forever if you practice at full speed all the time and and go as fast as you can, and they kind of get game reps that way. And and that's kind of what we're asking them to do. We have conditioned. Now we're kind of backing off condition. Now we're starting to play games. And eventually, we're conditioning one day a week now. Eventually, you know, hopefully we condition none because we're practicing at such a speed that we don't have to. Well, a lot of times what it is is that there's there's in shape and then there's game shape, mm-hmm. which are two different things That's because true. there are kids that can be in phenomenal physical shape. That's true. But the not football shape, mm-hmm. and they'd be wore out on a football mm-hmm. field in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So getting them up to game shape is, uh, is one way to get there now. Uh, a lot of the times, like uh, being in the media and, and following and covering the the Falcons, I, I kind of snoop on uh, snoop on Mount Pleasant. Mm-hmm. A lot of trash talk coming out of Mount Pleasant. I know your players have been tweeting it out, and and we've been tweeting it out. Um, and it's 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 crazy from a team who has won two games in two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. it's their head coach's third year, mm-hmm. uh, and they're like, oh, we're all pumped up for it, mm-hmm. and, and theoretically should be getting better mm-hmm. that's that's just how sure. program should be working do you let the kids express themselves or do you tell them hey man look i, I get you know social we're in the age of social media mm-hmm. but let's let's stay out of that or do you do you allow them 
a little bit of range. Man, I, I I try to put a lid on that stuff because I like to use it as as fuel for our fire. Right. And I don't want I don't want to provide bulletin board material for for anybody else. So I'm still old school enough that I'm just like okay, just let them talk, and then when we handle it in the field, then then you know we'll have the last laugh and that type of stuff because. And we can talk after the game. <laughs> no man, we'll, no, we'll, like, we'll shake their hands and have a big grin on our face, and we'll worry about Creek View the next week. So. All right. So, in uh, in our district, we lost. Heath and Terrell, which, oh, darn. Man, those teams are tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and we lost South Garland, which everybody's upset about because South Garland has not been a good program for a while. Uh, and then in return, the UIL has said, hey, we're going to give you guys Highland Park, perennial powerhouse team, mm-hmm. Lucas Lovejoy, mm-hmm. perennial powerhouse team, and Wiley East Raiders, who are one of the top 25 teams in all the land. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you look at your schedule – and we add those on top of the Poteets, the West Mesquites, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Crosstown folks over there, and everything else we deal with. How do you look and say, okay, this is these are the games we need to win? Now, we have mm-hmm. six home games. Mm-hmm. So, theoretically, uh, and f- I want to say five of those home games are district games. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. if you go five and three in district, in this district, mm-hmm. you're probably doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, if mm-hmm. we defend this house, you know, the Under Armour deal, you know, we oh, defend yeah. this house that's 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 how you win this district or you at least go to the playoffs yes yes uh, a lot of people understand the first three games of the season don't matter towards playoffs at all no uh it's good to get wins though it is it's good that it's uh was it uh was that that line from radio uh it's it's fun on a friday when you're chasing a win and saturday morning after you caught one no doubt uh so what are your guys when they look at this? You look at this schedule beforehand mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. saw when that district because everybody's all eyes were mm-hmm. on redistricting the day it came out. What mm-hmm. was your initial thought when you said when you saw that they dropped Highland Park, Lucas Lovejoy, and Wiley East in this district? It, it it surprised all of us. It did because we thought in our location that that I really thought we're probably going south, and I thought they'd throw us back in there with the uh, course Cannon and what Waxahachie and some of those guys. Since since we lost, you know, I knew Heath was going to be gone. Right. I, I knew I knew South Garland was going to be gone. Uh, it was just surprising that to get Highland Park back in the district. They were the, in the district the first two years I was here, and um, and then I never dreamed Lovejoy would get thrown in there or, or Wiley East really either one. I figured that they would go back up toward the the Sherman Denison area, you know, and play there where they have been, and you know, and uh, but you never know what the UIL is going to throw at you at all, and. Uh, you know, we tried to we tried to schedule three games. You know, and the three these first three games don't mean anything, but we need to have a fast start. And 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 because I think that one of the things that would help us in the district we, we're talking about is 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 confidence. You know, our kids, if we can develop that confidence, then I think that we'll be able to play with a lot of people. Um, but we got to believe. You know, it's like we've talked about the team building stuff. We got to believe in each other, and we got to believe we can we can win. Because if you don't believe you're going to win, you're just I mean you're beat before you even step on the field. And uh, that confidence is a big key for us going into district. Well, uh, we're uh, we're really excited because we had Roger Emmerich from mm-hmm. 105.3 The Fan. He mm-hmm. joined us on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Legendary high school mm-hmm. football mind, man. He knows all mm-hmm. this stuff, and he started dropping off. You know, he started saying, "Look, I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now, your offense." He said, "Look, Colby Suits has l- taken his lumps, mm-hmm. and it's time for him to take that mm-hmm. next step." Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Colby sat down with us, mm-hmm. and I ran into him in the hall on the way over here. Mm-hmm. Colby's a big kid. He's a big kid. Get he is a big kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, asked him, "I said, do you like to scramble?" He's no, I'm evasive. That's yeah. what he likes. He says he's evasive. He's yeah. evasive. And um, I asked him. 
who he, uh, you know, whose favorite quarterback, mm-hmm. like who if he said what his playing style is like, mm-hmm. he said Brett Favre. Now, look, I'm a lifelong Packers fan, so mm-hmm. I love Brett Favre. But mm-hmm. does that do you ever think to yourself ahead of time, like see that he's fixing to make one of those gunslinger moves on the field, and think to yourself? No, there. Yeah, there. There's a couple of times, you know, we, you know, uh, that that I could definitely see him see him doing that. And you know what? I think he, I think he does have a Brett Favre time mentality because he's a hard nosed kid, and uh, but he's a lot more athletic than people give him credit for being. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, mean, he's he's a big kid. He, he, he can he can avoid a lot more than you think he can avoid. He can run a little bit better than than a lot of people think he can run. He's got a good arm on him, and. Uh, you know he's a competitor. I mean, and 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 that's what you have to have at that position. You have to have a kid that's really competitive, and and he fits that role. So, I mean, I could see him. You know, I could see him kind of modeling and trying to model himself after Brett Favre. I really, I really could. You it's, know, uh, not a bad dude to get. You know, no. uh, and, and, Hall of Famer. You no. know, uh, leads the NFL and you know okay. every category ever. Yeah. So I think it'd be all right. Oh yeah, and that's what I told him the other day. I was we we're watching film together, and I said, hey, you know. We were watching film over our our, uh, our scrimmage actually last Saturday, and you know he made a read off a run game off a run and, and threw a pass and and it maybe wouldn't have been the right read, but he completed. I said, "Hey man, you give me five yards every time. I'm never going to say a word <laughs> right. to you." You know, just, you're moving the chains. You're just moving the chains. And uh, but he's got a lot of ability, and we're we're very fortunate to have him as our quarterback. Now, would you say your offense, uh, your passing game, is more of a vertical passing game or more of a you know, five yards, no. dink and duck, West Coast style offense. It, it's really, it's designed more to be a, a shot type passing game. Uh, we know when we dink and dunk, a lot of times when we dink and dunk, it's off our run game. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, uh, you know, what we, we for us to have success, we have to be able to run the football. We have to be able to have those RPOs, and we have to be able to throw the ball downfield off play action. And uh, those are the, our main components for, for, for Kobe, you know, and our offense to, to execute and be successful, those things there. So we got to be able to take our shots, uh, especially with some of the kids we have out in the perimeter now on the edges. So so those guys, they, they should have a big year out there with Kobe throwing the football. Well, I'm, we're, I know Wally and I are, are extremely excited to be a part of uh, the Falcon family this season and next season. and so on and so forth uh going forward we've uh we've put a lot of work and effort into promoting what we do and making sure that people who can't make it to the games if mm-hmm. you can't make it to the home games you can make it you know and you can't make it to the road games whatever you can just tune in and listen to the game through your mobile app which now you see it's really cool oh, yeah. it's all falcon branded and, yeah. and everything's falcon covered and they can go to kfnysports.com and listen but one of the cool things you guys have done this year is Lower ticket price, everything's eight bucks for mm-hmm. every home game. Mm-hmm. So people have zero excuse to come to a game. Mm-hmm. What was the thinking behind that? Well, a lot of that was it, it was put on by the district. You know, at first, as far as the the base ticket price, and then and then we just went along with what I'm talking about the the uh, the fifteen five a right. And then we went along with that. I mean, because there's no reason to have two different ticket prices, so we went along with that standard. And uh, you know, we want more people in the stands. We want as many. We want to we want to build a uh, you know a sense of of uh of community and you know our community is the north side of, of forney so we want everybody in the north side of forney to support us and and pack the stands and and we want to be able to travel well you know and i'd love to pull up on a bus and and four hours for a game there's a bunch of people out there tailgating and stuff like that and you know those you know the stuff you see a lot of those real good programs do that's what we want for north forney high school as well now <clears throat> One of the things that we talked to the kids the other night, and Wally and I discussed this uh, ad nauseum the other night, was uh, the we're one town 
thing, mm-hmm. you know, the unity bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our, look, and I've, I've said this a, a bazillion times. This is football. This mm-hmm. isn't, this isn't, you know, cake baking. This isn't patty cake. This is football. Mm-hmm. And they're crosstown rivals. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in a town, Mesquite, where we had North Mesquite versus Mesquite for 50 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poteet versus West Mesquite. Yeah. Obviously mm-hmm. much younger because both mm-hmm. schools are newer, but it's a rivalry. Mm-hmm. We didn't like them. They didn't like us. We didn't, you know, all ha- hold hands and, and stuff before the game. And we dang sure didn't do it after. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've, we've pitched out that we want to have the, the highway 80 showdown. It mm-hmm. needs to be, it needs to be a rivalry. You know, that'd be like saying, Hey, Texas and Oklahoma, you guys are going to come to the cotton bowl. And now they play it. Well, they do still play at the cotton bowl during the state mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. And, but we are going to hang and We're all one because we're right next door to each other. Like or dislike? Well, that's a trick question there, Will, uh, because, uh, you know, it's also, yeah, it's kind of a trap question. But what I'll say about the the, the actual uh, game itself, I mean, there's things that that we do that I do like. I I do like that FCA breakfast. uh, And to be honest with you, I mean, I have a friendship with their head coach over there, Kevin Rush, who's has treated me great, greatly here. And we laugh. I mean. You know, we want to beat each other's butt bad. I mean, obviously, there's no, there's no pull, pull any punches about about that. Uh, but you know, I, I try not to get into that part of it. I really don't. I just want to play football. And uh, do we, do we want to beat Forney? Yes. And and at some point, we have to beat Forney to be successful. And uh, but it's kind of one of those deals. You what you said earlier too. Uh, about three years ago, I had a group of kids that. I overheard him in the locker room talking and said, would you rather beat Forney or go to the playoffs? And almost 75% of them said, I'd rather beat Forney. And I, as a coaching staff, we're trying to be able to accomplish both. You understand what I'm right. saying? Where, where we don't uh, – we, we try to keep it in perspective that, hey, that's another opponent. But in reality, that is a big game. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It's a, it's a huge game. But I don't want a, that game to be our season at the same time, you know. Right. But, I mean, Forney's a good football team this year. They really are. They they have a lot of talent. And for us to accomplish our goals, we have to find a way to beat Forney High School, you know. Now, scenario. Mm-hmm. Final game of the season. Mm-hmm. We're the home team, by the way, uh, for the – Rivalry game. I'm not. I don't like the Unity Bowl. I just. I just, It's not. I just want it to be a rivalry because it's. You know, it's football, mm-hmm. and that's what we need. And there's a lot of intensity. Like mm-hmm. you know, like you said. Oh yeah, it's it's like, a, it's electric. It is. It you is. Know. And uh, so both teams fighting for the final playoff spot. Would that be? That, you think that, that would ump the ump I, the I, I would, a little bit? Being Rush have said that last. Uh, really, even the last when we when we were when we go to the to the. Uh, not the service center. We go to Birdville ISD for the for the redistrict realignment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know we're at you know they kind of we're able to kind of match together schedules. It you know whether or not it's Forney, uh, whether or not it is uh, Poteet and West trying to figure out when they're going to play their game, or whether or not it's Forney and North Forney trying to figure out when we're going to play our game. And when we we're able to set it the last game of the season, and um, we did that for a reason because we thought it'd be better that way anyway. And we we're able to do that now this in this realignment. And we both said that. I mean we would love. I'd love for us to be, you know, where we both were both were had a chance to go and all depend on that game. I think that'd be a tremendous venue. I think I, I, I think, think it'd, it'd be bring, electric. It would I bring think, in a lot of people. I think that the the City Bank Stadium would be filled. Yes. Top to bottom, left to right. There would people be people standing at the at the fences. I think it I think it would be amazing. Mm-hmm. And from everything I've heard from players, from coaches, 
from parents mm-hmm. that everybody is so not overconfident, but they 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 all feel like this year mm-hmm. is the year that they've they've spent mm-hmm. all the off time see you know mm-hmm. all the season mm-hmm. uh, off season building relationships with one another, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not just football. Mm-hmm. I'm talking mm-hmm. off the field that every single kid has said that I've talked to has said that that to them was just as important as anything they learned on the football field. And they've all, and, and every single one of them said they make there's they have new friends now mm-hmm. that they've played ball with for a couple of years before this year, mm-hmm. but they've never were really friends, but now they hang out together. They, they go out together. They mm-hmm. practice together. They go eat together. They do everything together. And that unity, mm-hmm. the word I don't like, that that unity though for one team can make a season very special. It can, and and that's what we've been waiting for. Um, you know, like I said, there I could go down the list of the of the parents that are involved now. Uh, you know, we went from a booster club in 2012 that had four people in it to now. I don't really know what the number has, but I know you know we average about probably i'd say 20 at a meeting you know 20 at a meeting i mean you've been at a couple well they're I mean, meeting they had their meeting this past monday night at soul yeah. man's barbecue which yeah, is yeah. really really cool so and then you're gonna make it out for a couple of broadcasts I, I this will. year i will for sure uh all right so look i'll make a deal with you we come on with the w tomorrow night you join us monday night for the show sounds at the good. end of the show we'll do that sounds good and then we'll be here every single thursday this time ish uh because things it's you know, it's uh, it's it's clock schedule. Whatever what we're gonna do, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll go live, and we let everybody know we're gonna go live. And uh, you know, we appreciate your time. I got, I know you got to get stuff to do because you got eat and then football, <laughs> uh, eat and then football. That's how we do it. But uh, Coach, Ru- uh, I almost called you Coach Rush. See, that's messed <laughs> up. That's messed up. Coach Gary, we appreciate the time, my man, and we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you right back here next Thursday. Thank you, Will. Appreciate All right, it. Buddy. All right, y'all. There you have it. That is. Coach Lance Gary, the head coach of your North Forney Falcons. They take on Mount Pleasant this Friday night. Pre-game starts at 6.30 live right here on True Texas Radio. Simply download the app, iTunes, Google Play. Just search KFNY or go to KFNYsports.com. Just click the link. You can download the app. You can listen online. All kinds of ways to listen. Make sure you pay attention because we're going to let you know all the fun action. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at KFNY Sports. All the scored updates will be right there. If you can't listen or you can't listen online, just make sure you got your Twitter open or your Facebook open. You'll follow along very easily with what the score is as it happens. We'll be back next week right here. It is the Coaches Show with Coach Lance Gary on KFNY True Texas Radio.